Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, friends, welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe it is April? Wow. Listen, before we jump in, I want to let you know that April is Financial Literacy Month. So this month, we're going to be talking about money in business from a biblical standpoint. We're going to start out with a fantastic interview with my friend Carissa Quadi, who coaches women entrepreneurs to be leaving a legacy and build their business with biblical finances. And then we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit. I'm going to share some of my personal story of our financial crisis from 2014 to 2018 and how Jesus played a part in that. So listen in, share this podcast, give it a review, leave it five stars, all the things. And by the way, if you're wondering how well you're allowing God to be your business partner, how well you're bridging faith and business, be sure to get over to my website and take the Faith and Biz quiz. It's absolutely free. It'll take you about seven minutes and you'll get your score out of 100 plus the opportunity to schedule a free discovery call with me to walk through your custom report. So with that, let's dig in for our next episode around the theme of financial literacy. Hey, welcome back to the first Monday episode of April. And you know that it is the first Monday of April. The first Monday of the month is always our entrepreneur interview series. And I have a fantastic guest for you today in light of April being Financial Literacy Month. This is my friend, Carissa Quadi, and she works with Christian businesswomen to build a business based on biblical principles and leave a legacy. We had a fantastic conversation following her recent time with our Rooted Group members. And for those of you that don't know, our Rooted Group membership is a paid membership community where we support each other in accountability, belonging, connection, and godly insights and wisdom. And Carissa brought so much to the table around biblical finances and tithing, etc. So she's going to share some of that with us today. I'm so excited to have her here. And don't forget to listen to the end because in the show notes, she's created a very special worksheet just for our podcast listeners. So you don't want to miss out on that. All right, let's tune in. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Hustle with Heart podcast. So first, it is the first Monday in April, and it is the first Monday of the second quarter already. And you know that I always bring you an entrepreneur interview on the first Monday of the month. And this month, we have a very special guest because it's Financial Literacy Month. And so I aligned this to bring to you my friend, Carissa Quade. Am I saying that right? Quadi. <laughs> Quadi. Okay. Yep. Um, and Carissa is an expert in this because she has walked through this journey. So we're going to be talking today about the financial legacy that, that we're called to leave, uh, that we're called to create, and especially biblical 
business um, finances, because I think sometimes we can get very wrapped up in what that means and how do we tithe and what do we do? And Carissa is our expert for this. So Carissa, I am so excited for you to be here. I know this is going to bless our audience. Well, thank you, Aaron. It is always a pleasure to talk about money and talk about money through the lens of what the Bible says. Because you know what I love? I've seen change my life. And so I want it to change yours too. I love that you just said it's such a pleasure to talk about money because that is that I think in our world, like that's just not the way it works. I was having a conversation with my my youngest. Uh, the other day as we were going back to school and she was talking about how we talk about money as a family. We're very open about it, but how many of her friends are not. And she's Mm -hmm. like, I just don't get it, mom. So I'm so grateful that you said that it is a pleasure. So what I'd love to do is tell us a little bit about you, um, how you, your journey, how you got to do what you're doing. And then I know you have some very specific um, points that you want to make today as we enter Financial Literacy Month and we look at um, biblical business finances? Well, uh, I would say it's not always been fun uh, for talking about money. In fact, my breaking point, I was right next to the chocolate chips and the flour, and I'm struggling to hold back tears because I had just counted up my groceries and realized I had overspent again all these negative voices, you know, why couldn't I make this work? You're such a failure. You shouldn't, you should have your stuff together. You're supporting your family. Started bombarding me. See all things, money and budgeting made me panic. I didn't know what to do. I felt like such a failure. I struggled with money as a new bride. We both had brought debt into our marriage, my car loan, his student loans, and his credit card. But then the burden fell upon me as a sole provider, self-employed with an irregular income, putting my husband through school. And I didn't know how to handle money. But despite all of this chaos and stress that surrounded my money, surrounded supporting my family, I had this small little desire to see my husband graduate debt-free. Now, I had no idea Aaron, how we were going to do this because the debt we had was 20% of my income. And I felt like I was suffocating. Money was super tight. I had to now figure out how to pay for school so we didn't incur any more debt. And I was just trying to keep the lights on and food on the table, to be honest. So I stumbled along the best I could until one day about two years later. I realized if we could come up with a couple hundred dollars, we could be debt free by the end of the day. I had my husband come in, made him click the button because it was his student loan. And as I watched that balance drop to zero, I didn't realize that March 17, 2010 would be a defining moment in my entire life. Immediately, there was such peace of mind. Even as I was heading into a slow work period, nothing else about our circumstances had changed. The debt was gone and I had peace. And that peace, because at this moment, I still didn't like money. I still don't like budgeting. It all made me panic. But that peace that came over me, that's what made me say, okay, I need to figure out this money thing, this irregular income. I need to Because living in a 
under so much stress and angst about money, like there's got to be a better way, right? (laughs) So since I use the Bible as a guide for my life, I'm like, I need to use it for my money life (laughs) because, and so I turned to the Bible for wisdom on how to handle money God's way, how to run my business, how to do that. And as I applied the principles, the wisdom I found in there, over the next few years, I was able to turn around and save up $79,775 in cash to pay for the rest of my husband's education. And I've now lived debt free for 11 years. Now, in the middle of all this, friends and family were like, Carissa, how did you pay off the debt? How are you paying for school and like saving up all this money for that? Like, how are you doing this? Can you help me? And so as I, cause I, I learned something and I love to pass it along immediately. And so as I share these tips that were working for my own life, how to handle money wisely with them, I saw that they were working for them too. And at that point I dedicated my life I realized I had a gift that all of that pain and torment and struggle was all for a reason, because through that, I had the empathy to break down money into simple, easy to understand steps that anyone can do and that they get results. So I dedicated my life at that point to helping other women overcome money struggles and gain financial peace with a biblical perspective so that they can handle money with confidence, take care of their families and make an impact. Now this has grown to helping Christian business women create a financial legacy that they want to share with their family and their communities by aligning their money with their biblical values. So that's that's kind of my story in a, in a two minute nutshell. <laughs> I love that. I just want to unpack a couple of things that you said. How often, I feel like I see this a lot in in my faith and business coaching, are we not thinking, well, if God is ruling my life and if I'm using the Bible as my instruction book, oh, wait a minute, that could work for my money too, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think I read a story once, I don't remember what it was, and, and I, somebody was saying, you know, well, God, you you can have all of my life, but when it comes to my finances, like, I think I got this. So it's just this interesting separation of church and state that I see with women in business, but especially from a financial piece. Why do you think we have that disconnect? Because I, I mean, that's an excellent question. Um, I think the disconnect is one, no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, and that's what I see with the women I work with. They just don't know. They don't know how to have a plan for their money. It's not that they're dumb. It's not that they're a failure. It's not that they'll never make it. No, that stuff is all just lies that you're believing from whether you are telling yourself or other people are telling you. But I think we just don't know. Um, when I say that there are more scriptures about money than there are about heaven, people are shocked. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm talking like, I was just reading Habakkuk today and I was like, Hey, there's some really good principles about money in Habakkuk. I mean, 
who would ever know, right? Right, right. <laughs> no, I mean, one point, the one verse that stood out to me this morning was, if you're, um, I'm totally paraphrasing it because I, but uh, basically if you're taking from other people by borrowing money that and piling up things that you don't own, they're all going to come after you at once and it's going to be a lot of terror and torment. I mean, that's, that's the paraphrase, but I got out of it like, okay, if we're borrowing all this debt at some point, they're going to call it mm-hmm. or our income is going to change. And then we're stuck with this debt. And so I think to answer your question, we don't really know mm-hmm. how much God says about money. Mm-hmm. And then I think what I've seen and this will go into my points that I'm going to bring up in a little bit is women don't really have the full identity of who God has called them to be and what he has called them to do ingrained in them so that they can walk out what he has promised and what he has called us to do in every area of our life and money touches every area of your life. So it's not that it's the money itself. It's how we handle the money with our relationships, how Mm -hmm. we handle our money with our business, how we handle our money with providing for our family. That's what it is. Mm. So good. Oh, so good. So tell, so I know you have some topics, so let's just dive right in. Go for it. (laughs) Okay. The, uh, First topic is dealing with money mindsets from a biblical perspective causes your business to grow and it causes your personal growth and it causes identity, like true identity to come back. I mean, because I dealt, I've dealt with so much fear. What if I don't have enough? Um, what if I, you know, can't work? You know, as the independent contractor, you know, my income was. Sometimes it was really good. Sometimes it was really tight. And so, you know, I was just struggling with a lot of the fear, you know, that it was all on me, you know, and it came down to, I didn't trust God. I didn't trust God that he would fulfill his word that he would provide for us. Mm. But I will tell you this over the years I spent supporting my family in business and I'm I mean, as this whole money thing, like it really shifted my whole business mindset. And, but I saw how faithful God was time and time and time and time again. Amen. I would start with a blank week. I had a certain number of hours I needed to get certain number of assignments I needed to make. And I can't tell you how many times I would get the exact number I needed, which would give us enough for our bills, enough to save for school, and a little bit extra. And there were some weeks when I didn't get that much, but the weeks before or after, I would get more. So that's really been one thing that's really driven home to me, like how faithful God is, how how incredibly fortunate we are to have him providing for us. And to know that it will work out. Now, I think that we do have personal responsibility in that, right? It's not just like, okay, God, you know, 
I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to watch Netflix and, you know, I need you to bring in the money to pay the bills. Right. (laughs) He wants us to work, right? He's given us the ability to work. He's given us the ability to create income. And through that, he's given us the ability to provide for our families. That's right. Mm. Yes. Just so much yes. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, or keep going. <laughs> uh, like, I want to pause if there's any, uh, <laughs> if you, but if it's just yes, we'll just keep on going. Yep. So um, I do want to bring up another point real quick on that is your worth doesn't come from how much or how little you earn. Mm, girl. Yes. How much you produce or accomplish. And that's been a big struggle for me Me Uh, with, with our situation that, you know, I entered into willingly. I, you know, providing for my family and supporting my husband through school, like it ended up really taking on this identity of my worth comes from making money and making a lot of money. So that we could do the things. And I've really had to break that. God's really had to break that off of me. Like, no, no, no. I've created you with a specific purpose and intent in mind. That's where your worth comes from, from who I have created you to be. Yes, yes, yes. And I think your bank account looks like. That's right. Not from any financial mistakes you made or decisions you made or haven't made. Not from how much you earned. Yeah. So as I've applied these principles to my finances and been obedient to that, uh, to take care of my family as a priority, to to pay off the debt, live below our means. I mean, these are simple principles, like nothing earth shattering. But as I've been obedient to apply these principles to my finances and taking care of my family, I've been able to trust God's provision. And that's where I've seen the breakthroughs come Mm -hmm. with how I handle money, uh, how I'm in business. Because, you know, at the beginning, I don't know about you, but like I was just trying to survive. That's right. I didn't think of myself as a business owner. I didn't think of myself as having a, a platform to have impact. I'm just trying to survive and make those pennies stretch as far as we could, right? But through that transition, I really saw that, you know, I am somebody different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I, in my personal circle, there's not a lot of women who are in business. Mm-hmm. And I started to see this shift in my own thinking as I'm dealing with my money issues from the Bible and, you know, working out the debt and the savings and all of that, that. I've always been a little bit different, just a little bit. Like I, I do beat to my own drum and I've always have, but you know why? Because God has called me to be a leader in business. And I can look back through my entire life. I was selling tangerine juice and Girl Scout cookies when I was in elementary school. Exactly. I started babysitting at 11. Like I've always been earning money and working. And really what it comes down to is you're serving somebody else. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. with your mm-hmm. skills. But not all women are called to this. And so we can feel like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? Like I'm not, I don't, sis, you've been given that for a reason. Because I have seen there is nothing greater than being in business. Why? Because we who genuinely care and love and serve our customers, we're making their lives better. And when God sees us serving someone, another one of his children and making their lives better, like he delights in that whole transaction. Business is holy. And if I hadn't done the obedience in my own personal finances, I wouldn't have seen that shift. Mm. And stepping into like, this is a really holy calling. Like I can support my family. I mean, and that's huge. That is your primary responsibility, but you're also making someone else's life better. Yeah. As you're growing your legacy, as you're building up your business, not only are you taking care of your family, your customers, but you also have money to share and stand in the gap and needs in your community. It is truly, when you're saying that, what's coming to mind for me is sort of like this 3D kingdom impact, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's not just about us and it's not just about those that we serve in our business, but it's the broader kingdom that mm-hmm. we make an impact on. That's so powerful, Carissa. And it's, it's such a honorable thing to be in business. I mean, I know women struggle, and you probably see this a lot with your your women you coach. You know, women struggle a lot with charting. Mm. But you know what it comes down to? We don't know our worth. Mm. And we think that charging somebody is taking advantage of them. Yeah. But let me ask you, like, I mean, I eat a ton of, produce vegetables and fruit and all of that and uh I mean we eat a lot but my gardening skills okay so I am in Arizona like last year we had over 100 days of over 115 degrees (laughs) all right I mean so there might be some of that to deal with but my gardening skills I call it my snack garden I get a couple leaves of lettuce right I might get a beet (laughs) Like right. I'm not supporting my family and <laughs> right on this, you know. So am I more than happy to go to my grocery store and right. buy that produce whenever I want to? I will pay the money because I didn't have to grow that. I didn't have to, you know. I mean, it's shipped from all over the world, right? I didn't have to go to Mexico to get my avocados, and so when we look at business. And one, I mean, it's so honorable, Erin, like to be in business because one, this is the primary way God has given you to provide for your family. Yeah. Two, you're making somebody else's life better. Mm. And so if you even just think about the vegetables you buy, I mean, maybe if you're a fantastic gardener, this you're like, okay, Carissa, whatever. Right. But maybe you're not a seamstress. I mean, like, think about the things that you are more than happy to spend money on. Yeah. Whether it's 
making my life better, whether it's pleasure, um, whether it's whatever, fill in the blank. You're more than happy to, and the, the transaction of me saying, Aaron, you have something I need. I'm more than happy to give you money for that because this makes my life better. I see the value in that. This what is what applies for us in business and finances. Yes. And when you can wrap your head around, I am doing a valuable service that they don't know how, can't do, don't want to do, don't have time to do, fill in the blank. And we're working on our money mindsets from the Bible. Like it really becomes honorable. And, and this is also, and this is my favorite part, is it allows you to leave a legacy. Mm -hmm. First to your family. And to, um, I mean, the legacy of, you know, good financial habits passing down, you know, no debt, um, living on less than we make, you know, those very basic things. But it also brings a, a legacy in, at, when you're not stressed as the woman of the home about money, mm-hmm. all of your relationships are better. Everyone yes. is happier. And so there's a legacy. And so when people are looking into your family, they see that. Mm-hmm. But then when your business is flourishing and you're honorable and serving your customers, you don't even have to give additionally. Just the fact of you serving your customers well with excellence, you are contributing to community and you are making community better. But if you have an overflow and you want to, which a lot of the women I work with want to be generous. And you know what? That's a reflection of God. That's right. He's put that all into us. He wants us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing to others. And when you, and and this is what I found, like when you, you all have this small little thing inside your heart that just like, oh, if I had the money, I would. And it, it really tugs at your heart. For me, it's foster care. And if you, your finances aren't in order in personal life and in your business, because one will affect the other <laughs> and absolutely does. uh and you aren't able to get to that place where your family's needs are taken care of you're running your business profitably if you can't get to that place no matter how much you want to be generous you can't Mm-mm. but when you do and this is what i love the whole transformation so i'll walk you through it real quick when a woman gets control of her money through a biblical perspective, she changes. Mm. She realizes that who she is and she walks different. I mean, literally, Aaron, within a couple of weeks of me working with somebody, their whole demeanor changes. Yes. And they have hope. The, they have a plan. They're excited about money like I am. Uh, although that's not guaranteed, but they do have peace of mind. And it's within a couple of weeks. And then that changes their family relationships. That's right. 
And as they are getting their family's finances stable, and if they're in business or getting that stable, like there's a blessing that overflows onto your business. And then you're able to, to make an impact in the community. And so it's this huge like chain reaction of transformation that happens when you get control of your money. I love everything. I mean, honestly, that's that's why I wanted to have you on this because I think this is a place where women struggle and 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 the ripple effect that it has, as you said, when you see the demeanor of your clients change immediately and how that impacts the family relationships, how it impacts how they show up in the world and to their clients and all of these pieces that come together. And it's taking, it's it's like, taking the the myth and the mystery of money out of the picture and bringing it into light and shining the Lord's light on it so that we can show up as daughters of the King in the way that he wants us to treat his kingdom and to steward his resources and all of those pieces. I love every piece of what you just said today. Um, so I have two things uh, first, before I ask any questions, I just wanted to see if you, it, did you cover the pieces that we, that you really wanted to share? Those are my three main points. Uh, I mean, that Perfect. you need to break through negative money mindsets, that you need to build up your family and your family's finances, and then you need to just broaden your legacy where yeah. with your family, with your business, and you have been given such a gift in your business. Um I do have a worksheet for you. Yep. I was uh, going to ask you about that. <laughs> yes. I do have a worksheet. Uh, so if you're someone, a woman who wants to break through money mindset issues, if you want to create a financial legacy that you want to share with your family and your communities, then I have five ways women increase their wealth and impact their communities. It's a worksheet and it's a perfect place to start. And I have it at uh, changeyourfinances.com slash hustle with heart. That's all together, all one word. And so that's my gift to you. It's just kind of a get you thinking, but then we can stay in touch um, and I can help you with that. But I do want to just say the proudest moment of my entire life. There I am sitting in the crowded stands, the air horns are blowing. I'm watching my husband in his cap and gown walk across that stage completely debt-free. So proud of him for finishing his degree, but proud of me too, because through God's help, like we were able to pay off the debt. We were able to save up and pay all that money for school in cash. But along the way, like I really saw God change my relationship with money, change my, my perspective on business and being able to just, what a gift to be able to change my family finances and, and through my business, you know, impact my community all because I was obedient to putting that in, to putting biblical principles into my finances. And I'm no one special if I can do it, you guys can too. And I would absolutely love to help you. So feel free to reach out and connect. So that gives me chills when you talk about that proud moment. It just brings tears to my eyes. So um, the sh- in the show notes is the link to the worksheet. Please be sure you all go and get that. Uh, I'll also be sharing that on 
social media as when um, as I'm sharing the podcast. Um, Carissa, I have two last things. How can we find you? It's in the show notes, but I want you to tell us like what's your favorite place for people to connect with you? Well, I'm on. Uh, I'm in my website is changeyourfinances.com. You can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram, both at Change Your Finances. And really, I am not like some person out there who never looks at their DMs. I mean, it may take me a couple days, (laughs) but no, feel free to reach out to me and I will do my best to help you change your money mindset because I, I believe that it is possible that you can do it. And there's so much impact that you can have when you do. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Uh, And we'll have all that in the show notes. And then the last question that I ask all of my guests. So we've talked about your, you know, your journey in pursuing success God's way and pursuing financial legacy and, and biblical business finances. What is one word that you would use to describe that journey? Can I do two? Sure. <laughs> God's grace. God's grace. Oh, that is so good. A mentor of mine that I call the Velvet Hammer in my book, when people asked her about her business success, she always said, God opened the doors and I just walked through. Mm, that's good. So that's really God's good. grace for your journey Um, is so beautiful. Carissa, thank you so much for being our guest as we're kicking off Financial Literacy Month. Um, The wisdom that you've shared is incredible. Everyone, please go connect with Carissa. Go get that worksheet. Um, Connect with her. She has different ways that she can coach you, programs, et cetera. But start with the worksheet because that will get you started. Like if there were one action to take, go do that. Uh, Carissa, thank you so much. It has been such an honor to have you as a guest. Thank you, Erin. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business with God as your most powerful business partner. Listen, I get so excited about your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you shout out, please tag me. You can follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach and on Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle with Heart, visit AaronHarrigan.com and pick up your free copy of chapter one of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.